You are now listening to the homily of Father Francis Lynch, parish priest of St. Mary's Church in Chislehurst, UK. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Day Ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ. As Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I'd like to welcome in particular the LOV, the Melbourne Day Family Community and members, and also the Logical Bible Study Ministry, um, and anyone else who happens to be listening. Today, uh, we celebrate the first Sunday of Lent. Um, celebrate, I'll just remind you, doesn't necessarily mean to make merry or to have a party. Um, it means to take something very seriously. And what celebrate actually means, by the way, is to um, bring something which happened to, in the past to the present. And what happened in the past that we celebrate during Lent is the, um, the fasting of our Lord in the desert. It is by exploring the Word of Christ that we root ourselves in Him, deepen our relationship with Him, and see His presence in our life. We also want to let you know that there is a group of LOV members who are going through the Catechism using the Catechism in your podcast from Father Mike Skims on WhatsApp. So if you want to join the group and being part of a community to read the Catechism in an interactive and fun way and support it spiritually by others, click on the link in the description to join our community. Now let's read the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 4 verses 1 to 11 in preparation of today's homily. Jesus was led by the Spirit out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, after which he was very hungry, and the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to turn into loaves. But he replied, Scripture says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. The devil then took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for Scripture says, He will put you in his angels' church, and they will support you on their hands, in case you hurt your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, Scripture also says, You must not put the Lord your God to the test. Next, taking him to a very high mountain, the devil showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. I will give you all these, he said, if you fall at my feet and worship me. Then Jesus replied, Be off, Satan, for scripture says, You must worship the Lord your God and serve him alone. Then the devil left him, and angels appeared and looked after him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'll just read you one or two of the verses. Jesus was led by the Spirit out into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, after which he was very hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, 
tell these stones to turn into loaves. Um, <clears throat> now I could talk about all of the temptations, but instead I'm just going to say a little about this one because it's going to be uh, something that we might think about during Lent. During Lent, typically, there are three things that we try to do. Prayer, fasting and almsgiving. Or m maybe I should say that we try to do even more so than we do normally, because we should be doing all of these things anyway. But Lent is a time to recharge the batteries, to um, think about the things that we should have been doing and sometimes have been doing in a ske sketchy and patchy way, um, but to do them with more seriousness and to concentrate on them. And the first of these is prayer, but I'm going to skip to the next one, which is fasting. Typically, fasting um, doesn't mean giving up all food, at least typically in Christianity and in many other religions. That's not really what fasting means. It means giving up certain sorts of food and for certain times. So, for instance, fasting in the um, Coptic Church um, in Ethiopia, for instance, um, they, they have fast on Wednesday and Friday, but it's a fast from um, from dairy products, uh, from meat and dairy products. And I think, and it may be just a regional thing, and I think it goes on from for half the day of Wednesday and Friday. <clears throat> so in the afternoon and the evening, you're not supposed to eat dairy products. And they count that as a day of fasting, and so it is, because that's what they mean by the word. And we mean by fasting for ash wednesday and good friday the only two fast days left we mean giving up <clears throat> um we mean giving up all food um typically you're allowed to, to drink not alcohol but you're allowed to drink other things um but giving up food apart from one main meal and two collations or two really small meals two small snacks really um and to some people that's not fasting but it is fasting is giving up certain amount of food, sometimes a certain type of food, um, for all of a certain time or for, part of the, or, or for patchy times. So the real thing that I'm going to say now is what sort of things should we give up for Lent? Because in the past, especially, Lent was a time of giving stuff up. And typically, it was a time of giving up certain sorts of food or other things that we take in. And I, I would always say um, that we should think about something which we are at least mildly addicted to and give that up during Lent, either entirely or for certain days or for certain times of each day. Um, and if, we're, if it's something that we are sort of addicted to, mildly addicted to, I hope, then we will feel the pain of that. There are some things that we, we have often we might have every day but if we gave it up for instance during holidays if a particular thing wasn't available then we would we would hardly notice it that's not the sort of thing we should be thinking about giving up in Lent we shouldn't be giving up things that we wouldn't notice if they weren't there instead we should think about things that we definitely would notice to give an example I would find it very difficult to give up tea um, and I, I would definitely say I'm mildly addicted to tea, mainly even, even addicted to tea. I can substitute coffee from time to time, but not for very long. And so giving up tea would be the sort of thing that I might do. But I might find that too difficult for the whole of Lent. 
So I might say to myself, every Friday I'm going to give up tea. Or every morning I'm going to give up tea, not have any tea until after 12 noon. Or something like that. With other people it's giving up sugar in tea or coffee. Something that they would find hard, difficult, not impossible, but just difficult. It just reminds them that um, life should not be easy all the time. And that if we want to progress in a spiritual life or in any other sort of life, then we have to be prepared to make sacrifices. So that's uh, one sort of thing. When I was young, people used to give up smoking for Lent. Or typically they would give up smoking, as I say, for maybe one day a week during Lent. That sort of thing. Or cut down. Today, smoking is so unfashionable that one hardly dares even to mention it. But some people do, do still smoke. And you might think maybe that will be a thing to give up partly. Giving up drinking giving up um, playing, playing on the internet, giving up the internet itself, giving up television. All of these things, some people could give them up for the whole of Lent, for every day in Lent, and some people could not. And if you're the sort who could not, try to just cut down. So this is one of the ways of fasting during Lent. We've moved some distance from fasting in the sense of giving up food, um, and that's a good one to give up anyway. But we do want to give up something that reminds us that we are weak and fragile creatures. It reminds us of our own mortality. And it reminds us uh, that Jesus Christ himself fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, after which, as Matthew helpfully points out, but probably knew already, after which he was very hungry. And I'll end with a blessing. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lexio Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and give you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the following email address, LOV underscore verbum day at outlook.com all these prayer intentions will be prayed for in our daily angelus group call on whatsapp and also during our different weekly prayer groups gathering both in person and online check our website in the description for days and times if this homily has enlightened you or touched you in any way please share it with your relatives friends community and on your social media have a blessed week.